This is Canada HR News for May 26, 2022. I'm Elena Bobereva. In today's episode, we cover the news related to the new tool for employers in New Brunswick to navigate immigration processes, anticipated health and safety risks in our workplaces, mental health concerns among Canadian journalists, more unionization efforts at Starbucks stores, and the struggles of young Canadian workers to afford an urban life. Stay with us to get the latest HR updates. The government of New Brunswick has a new resource that aims to help newcomers and employers to navigate its immigration process. Opportunities New Brunswick has launched Immigration Navigator to provide information to immigration candidates about the process. Employers are also encouraged to use the Immigration Navigator service when they have questions about hiring international workers or newcomers already living in the province. The province's population growth has surpassed 800,000 and continues to grow steadily, primarily due to immigration. The Immigration Navigator Service can be reached by phone or email. For more information, see the episode description. As the workplace evolves, so do workplace hazards. Canadian Occupational Safety Magazine recently looked at what new risks may arise in the future. A recent report from the International Labour Organization called Safety and Health at the Heart of the Future Work points out that psychosocial risks, work-related stress, and non-communicable diseases are of growing concern for many workers in all parts of the world. Aside from these concerns, Canadian Occupational Safety Magazine suggests that new technologies, climate change, and aging population are important risks they need to be monitored and mitigated. The rate at which new technologies are to be released is simply astonishing. Wearables, mobile apps, AI, virtual reality are all recent developments. While they propel worker health and safety forward, they pose risks that have not been assessed, analyzed, and controlled. Collecting and recording potentially sensitive information has reduced privacy, which workers may find to be a concern and it may lead to psychosocial risks. Climate change is starting to impact the workplace. Extreme temperatures are especially dangerous for those workers in outdoor settings, such as agriculture or forestry or construction. There are a number of serious health and safety risks associated with working in extreme heat, such as heat stroke, sunburn, or even cardiovascular issues. Safety professionals are going to need to seriously think about measures that they can put in place to keep workers safe, because this is a very real threat now, and it will only get worse. An aging population has another direct impact on the workforce. The Fraser Institute suggests that Canada will experience a declining labor force participation rate in the coming years. Younger workers typically experience higher injury rates than older workers, but it doesn't mean that older workers are necessarily safer. Research shows that slips, trips, and falls are more common among older workers, and the resulting injuries can lead to more serious injuries. Safety professionals need to be on the lookout for these hazards and put into place specific programs that target risks related to new technology, climate change, and aging population. A new report finds that Canadian journalists 
experience alarming levels of work-related stress and trauma. The survey suggests that media workers suffer high rates of mental health symptoms, with 69% of respondents reporting anxiety and 46% saying they struggle with depression. More than half of respondents said they had received online harassment and threats, and 35% said they had faced harassment in the field. Media workers report patterns of drinking alcohol at rates double those of average Canadians. One in 10 respondents also reported suicidal thoughts in relation to stories covered on the job. The COVID-19 pandemic has caused a diminished sense of well-being and heightened feelings of isolation, while also exposing people to more harassment and creating real fears about financial stability and job security. Despite these findings, journalists tended to express high rates of job satisfaction. What it tells us is that many media workers love their jobs, but their jobs don't always love them back. It is important for employers to grasp the gravity of the situation and meaningfully address it to stop the harms Canadian media workers are suffering on the job. The survey includes 1,251 voluntary responses that were collected between November 1st and December 18, 2021. Employees of five Starbucks locations in Lethbridge have filed an application for a union certification vote with the Alberta Labor Relations Board. The United Steelworkers, USW, a private sector union that has members across Canada, is representing the workers. The union reports the Starbucks employees are advocating for better working conditions and wages. Over 115 workers are employed by the five Lethbridge stores, according to a release by the union. Now that the application has been submitted, the Labour Board will take comments from Starbucks before opening up voting for the union to employees. To be successful, the union must receive the support of more than half of the workers. A new survey from RBC Future Launch and Youthful Cities shows that young people live in a monthly deficit position in Canadian cities. On average, young people aged 15 to 29 are losing $750 per month by living in cities across the country. This inability to afford to live in urban areas can have many negative effects, including increased mental health concerns as they face fears of missing out on life ahead and attaining their goals and ambitions. Survey points out the fact that wages are not keeping pace with the costs in cities, and young people aren't guaranteed to afford the city they live in. Many youths are engaged in essential work in the service sector and continue to make low wages. In all cities, the minimum wage is not a livable wage. Gaps range from $2 to $10 per hour. Differences in cost of living has a range of 46% between Yellowknife and Quebec City. Income across examined cities has a disparity of 30% between the highest income, Yellowknife, and the lowest income, Halifax. The cities that have high incomes have a lower percentage of youth working in the sales sector and a high number of working in trades. The age group between 25 and 29 shows some surplus in monthly earnings. In this time period, young people may be considering buying a home or starting a family. Yet the numbers still don't indicate financial comfort for them to accomplish it. 
And this was Canada HR News for May 26, 2022. Please leave us a rating and a comment in Apple Podcast. You can also find us in Google Podcasts, Spotify, and other platforms. For more information on the topics discussed today, see the episode description and follow us on Twitter at CADHRNews or LinkedIn at Canada HR News Podcast. <laughs>